Hi, everybody. This is uh, Kyle Remick, the uh, mentor for the night. Um, I'm just uh, waiting a few minutes here as I figure everything out. Uh, I'll be reading a statement here, probably about 701, 702, to give everybody a chance to get on, but I'm really just kind of running through a few steps here. Uh, it's my second time doing this and hopefully everything goes well. So, hey, I see Ethan Hansen is out there. That's awesome. So just bear, bear with me here at about 701, 702. I'll read a statement and then get us all moving and tell you um, where to go uh, if you want to ask a question. Once again, good evening, everybody. Uh, you're in the right place. Uh, just uh, going to wait a couple more minutes to make sure we get uh, as many people in before I read a statement here on some uh, instructions on how to get into the queue, which is where you will ask questions of me. This is only my second attempt at this. The other one was a year ago today. Uh, so uh, I was with Global today getting some instructions. So hoping everything goes well. On the technology side, I do have some people standing by in case I uh, mess this up.
All right, good evening, everybody. Um, my name is Kyle Remick. I am the mentor of the month, part of the Mentor Bunch, uh, also known as Park Daddy. So uh, should be a fun night. I'm going to um, just read a couple sentences here that Global asked me to read to give you some instructions. And uh, then we'll move forward into our queue, which is where you'll go to ask questions. Now, I, just, just so you know, I'm sure they wouldn't normally do this, but uh, as I am Park Daddy and uh, I am heavy into commercial real estate as well, I would be glad to take questions on uh, commercial projects as well. Uh, my thing uh, for me is mobile home parks in that arena, but I am in Ron's commercial mastermind group. And one moment, please. All right, so the purpose of this call, this call is held on the second Monday of every month. Gold Club members are allowed to submit uh, deals using the um, property information sheet that we could review. Uh, we did not get any today, so we'll just be fielding questions. Uh, if you are not a Gold Club member, you can listen, but you can't participate. Uh, you could get more information and sign up for the Gold Club at uh, ronsgoldclub.com. If you are a Gold Club member and you would like to ask a question or discuss this, some sort of deal or whatever, you would want to hit star six. That is star six will get you into the queue. Um, if you're a Gold Club member and you did not dial in on the interactive line that is listed on your Gold Club membership website homepage after you log in, you should hang up now and dial back in using that phone number and access code if you want to ask any questions. So here we go. I'm going to make an attempt to start taking some questions, and uh, let's see how this goes. Ethan, are you out there? I don't think I can hear them. Ethan, are you there? Ethan Hansen. Okay, guys, in, in order to, to get in the queue, you need to hit star six. Star six. Ethan, can you hear me? Okay, currently I, I do not have any questions in the queue.
Justin, yes, can you sir. hear me, Justin? I hear hey, you. Hey, how's it going? Good. Can you hear me? I can. Um, am I coming in okay or am I echoing? Loud and clear. The echo is Im- irrelevant. I hear you clearly. Awesome. What's going on, sir? You are the well, first I'm, caller I'm of the night. I'm a new Gold Club member, and I thank you guys yes, for accepting me. I, I, I love what I've read in the last six days. Um, I've got about nine years' experience in the real estate industry, a few wholesale deals, a couple of fix and flips. I put together a couple of um, construction projects doing uh, mostly duplexes up in North Jersey. I now live in Tampa. And when you just mentioned something about a commercial property, I had something in mind, and I'm in the process of putting it together, but I, I would really like to not screw it up because it would be my real first attempt. So here's my question. I found, right. I found a piece of property. It's probably, let's say, 100 by 200, give or take. There's a small little building on it that might have been a an old processing something, a small building that might be like equivalent to maybe 1,200 square feet. But I called the owner and approached him on building a, a like a, a condo complex of 48 to 64 units. Um, he sounds pretty interested. I know I have to go through the town to see what they'll allow regarding what I can build, yeah. how high I can go, things of that nature, parking, yeah the water retention system, the whole deal. Yes. I I really would like to close this gentleman to say, okay, and create a joint venture, and uh, I can probably get some funding for the project on construction. His end of the deal will be the land. Uh, Any thoughts on something to that effect uh, so I don't say something stupid (laughs) right off the bat? Well, and I can only go so deep into this. I like the joint venture idea. Um, Obviously, in commercial, Justin, the most important thing is due diligence. Correct. Um, So I would, I would, I would get it under contract. Um, And I like the joint venture because is this in Tampa, Justin, or is this in New Jersey? No, it's the city of Tampa. It'll be it's the the address will be the Tampa address. All right, so you, you've got a lot of work to do here. Um, the due diligence is key, starting with the, the city. What will you allow? Um, you know, what is your exit strategy? It sounds like you want to build, uh, what would you say, condos? Well, it could be, uh, let's say, 1,400 square foot, two-bedroom, two-bath condos, maybe three floors. Okay. okay with parking underneath and, you know, maybe a small pool with a, with a gate around it and people can get in with their car with a key fob. So they have some sure. security. Okay. A small HOA to, to cover whatever needs to be covered on a monthly okay, basis. Okay, so what do you, okay, what would you, what is your funding store? I mean, are you planning on, on getting this land with him and trying to sell this to somebody who would build that? Or are you talking about being a developer yourself? Well, I was thinking of probably creating, putting the project together, getting everything with the approvals and then selling it to a developer or an investor or doing it myself. Because the owner is an older gentleman 
And I don't okay. know if to hang around for you know, 18 months to 24 months, three years before all of this gets done. Um, he's asking like a minimal amount to rent this building right now. And I can, you know, we can sell these things for, you know, around $500,000. Or if we make apartments, we can collect a nice pretty penny because it's prime location and it's not in a flood zone. Well, you say, we say we, but you're still only planning on flipping the land, aren't you? When I say we, I mean if we do the joint venture and end up doing the Oh, project, okay. It would be him and me as we. Right now okay. it's him and me, but we're separate. We haven't gotten far Here's, enough yet. I'm still in the process of the due diligence, like you said. I'm perfect. The city to get uh, back to me uh, zoning, the zoning, the board of adjustments, and the building officials to tell me what I can build. Perfect. So here's what we would normally do in Ron's world, in our, in our commercial mastermind group. And, and land is tough. That's why I kind of like this joint venture situation. Um, if, if, and it's up to you, man. You've got to figure out the numbers. I, I can't do that for you right no, here. I, I, I what we, what, what, yeah, what we normally do, Justin, is we try to get land um, at, at, a, at a lower um, oh, zoning. Lower acquisition uh, price. We, we want to buy it as well. We, and ideally, we like to buy agricultural or residential and get it zoned commercial. That's a, sounds like you've already got a commercial building. Yeah, there's a commercial um, building well, on it now. So that would be yeah. how many units sure. will they allow me? How high can I go? Yeah. So, yes, you just have a, a lot of, of work to do. Uh, on that side of it, but the first thing, of course, is finding out, will they allow it? Um, if you did do a joint venture and develop, uh, do you have a, a source, uh, a finance source? Um, You've got to look at that. I have a funding source from New Jersey okay. who also okay. lends money in Florida. I know that there's funding sources available through Mr. Legrand's program here. I noticed I said... I saw private investor, things of that nature. Um, I, I'm just really waiting for, for the city to get back to me on okay. what, what I can do. Um, I did have some pretty good real estate education up in New Jersey. So uh, awesome. Awesome. everything you're telling me, I, I understand completely, which is... Well, there you go. Um, as far as, uh, uh, we'll just say, use Ron. Um, in order for Ron to be involved in any, uh, and it would be a partnership, um, you would have to be at, you would have to be in his commercial mastermind group. Um, okay. On that note, um, I got you. And you have to, you'd have to go through uh, Tish Hill as assistant. Um, have you been to his commercial boot camp yet? I haven't been to anything. I only signed up for the Gold oh. Club five uh, Wednesday, five days ago. Well, awesome. He does have a commercial boot camp coming up uh, October 5th. The end of, the end of well, October. 7th through, 7th, through, 7th through the 9th. 7th through 9th is the commercial boot camp, uh, which you would then have an opportunity to join the commercial mastermind group, which is October uh, 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Oh, okay. um, so boot camp. You can get that information. What's that? Okay, sounds good. All right, man.
So I'm basically on the right track with where I'm going right now. You start and you're doing the right things. You've got to find out, hey, am I wasting my time here? Exactly. Yeah, you've got to start with the city and all that. So, so you're on the right track, my friend. All right. Very good, Kyle. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Justin. Anytime. Yep. Carlos, are you out there? I'm here. How are you, sir? Great, Carlos. How's it going? Fantastic. I'm glad uh, to be on the call, and uh, I'm from Jersey, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm actually, I'm, uh, I grew up in, uh, well, I'm not New Jersey, but western New York in the Rochester area. Oh, the tri-state area is, is in effect tonight. There you go. There you go. Uh, well, I've so got, what, what, what's going on, my friend? Yeah, I've got two questions. Um, the first question yeah. is, how do you handle insurance when buying in the name of a land trust? How do you handle insurance? Well, our, our, what we normally do, of course, is we close on a property uh, let's say it's a pretty house. Uh, we're going to close on it in the land trust. In insurance is part of, we're going to have insurance when we close. It's really the, the land trust would be the insured. Um, I, I might suggest you check with an insurance agent on that. But that's, for us, we just, as normal, we just automatically insure anything we do. And then, uh, especially on the, residential, on the residential side, we will then put that into a land trust, which is, uh, takes about five minutes. Um, but I guess I would check with your insurance agent just to, uh, to clear that up, just in case. Yeah, sounds good. That's how, sounds that's good. how, that's how we have always done it, Carl. It's not a, it's not a big deal at all. Oh, sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, now, my second question is, how do you maximize down payment? I, I know that Pat Live, uh, 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 Pat Live receives the calls, and they ask the potential buyer some questions. And one of those questions is, uh, I believe, is how much can you put down? And then they follow it up with Ron's question, uh, I believe, uh, it, once they give a number. And Ron's question is always, is that the best you can do? Uh, and then once Pat Live finishes, you know, I guess at, uh, uh, fielding those, you know, getting all that information, the call is then forwarded to, to, to us or to, to me. Is, is that kind of sort of how it works? So it's almost as if Pat Live negotiates what the buyer can do uh, uh, up front. Uh, yes and no. Carlos, Pet Live will not be negotiating. They're just taking initial information from you. Uh, I'm sorry, you're the seller. They're taking initial information from the people who are calling for you to determine, are they in the ballpark of what, what I was looking for? Uh, at which point in time, you'll collect anything decent um, and I don't, you know, normally, uh, and, I, and I wish Ann, actually Ann Brandle, my fellow mentor, was on because she just, she does this all the time. She does open houses. Um, she advertises open houses, like a one-hour open house. 
and she advertises, uh, she asks a few questions on there, and as people start responding to her, she starts telling them, uh, you know, it's going to be a minimum of X down, uh, but then she takes everything she has, takes the best ones, and she just starts asking them. I'm not going to tell you it's like an auction, um, but depending on the home, is that the best you can do? I, I know so, someone here can do this much um, if this is making sense. And sometimes, uh, Carlos, the highest amount may not be the best buyer, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, uh, so sure. that makes got sense. Two, two scenarios. Pet Live is going to take down some initial information for you names, phone numbers, this and that, um, and, and what they could put down. And then you can eliminate the, for lack of a better term, I'll say the junk, you know, because a lot of people, uh, I'll put a 1,000 down or whatever. Um, but um, then we run an open house. Well, you can run an open house. Most do. Um, and it's kind of like a, a juggling act. Um, the market ultimately, Carlos, is going to tell you what um, it will pay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some generally, gen yeah. Generally, people may have more uh, once they get in the home. You know, sometimes yeah. I'll say bid bidding more, but it's not like they're they're all there. But it's, these are conversations you would then have uh, with these potential buyers. Absolutely. Awesome. Great, great, great answers. Yeah, yeah, you definitely, absolutely. Awesome. I appreciate that. <laughs> sure. Do you have another one? No, that was my two. All right, man. Well, thank you, sir. Ah, you're welcome. Thank you, sir. Hey, have a great night, man. Ah, you too. Okay. Ethan Hansen, are you out there now? Hey, how you doing, Kyle? Hey, good, man. What's going on? Not much, man. We're kind of we're in the process of looking to get a home right now. Um, we just kind of scheduled an appointment. We're expecting to get these papers signed tomorrow. Um, we got a question with the how to LO, set up these LLCs and a kind of a new way to set up these trusts. We know we need to get four LLCs. Um, we know it's uh, one house, one trust, but we kind of did some research and. <laughs> Uh, holding companies. Where does holding companies come into play at all this? Oh my gosh, Ethan, you're asking me that question. <laughs> uh, Hi, Kyle. Hi there. How's it going? <laughs> it's Michelle. <laughs> I know. I got you. I got you, Michelle. Um, Ethan. So you got your first first property. Do you have? Do you do you have? Uh, we the holding the company, you've got the LLC, yep. so uh, until you do anything else, buy it in the LLC, um, at Ethan Hansen LLC as trustee, um, and then pick your, pick your trust, and, and again, you can, you can do this trust yourself, quite honestly. Okay. And then put it in your trust. Um, 
you're getting deep into those LLC things that Ron shows. Man, I've seen them a hundred times, and I still don't quite understand them. <laughs> um, the holding company. Uh, gosh, no, I, okay. I, I can't. I can't necessarily explain that, but that's not anything you necessarily need to worry about right now. You can, can you can have one LLC right now. And, and continue to close as trustee and put every, everything in a separate trust. The, uh, the whole uh, other thing, and I think that's in your manual, quite honestly, his Bob Bloom scenario uh, with the three LLCs and then the LLC for the IRA. That's, right. just, uh, that's a little bit hard for me to, to explain, Ethan and Michelle. That one's... Uh, uh, no, that's all good. Different. We were yeah. We were putting the contract together, and we're putting it under you know H three um, investment group, blah 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 LLC. But we should also add the the verbiage on there that says as trustee. Yes, absolutely. And uh, is this a pretty house? I'm sorry. Is this a pretty house? No, there's a mortgage under it. I think he's asking if it's a pretty no, no, house. No. Oh, pretty is, house. Is it a uh, pretty house? We, we, we hope so. <laughs> no, no, okay, okay. So it's a, it's, a, it's a, is it a subject, are you doing a subject to or a wrap? Wrap. Awesome. And Aaron, Aaron's working with you on that? Yes. He is. Awesome. Oh, you're in good hands. Um, man, that's, okay. that's great. Are you going to, are you, are you signing the paperwork tomorrow or closing on it tomorrow? We're, we're planning on signing paperwork tomorrow. The uh, purchase and sale agreement? Correct. Awesome. Hey, throw me a text. Let me know how that plays out, all right? Definitely. I, I plan on it. Oh, awesome. It's good to hear your voice, Kyle. He, yep. Yeah, it's good to hear, hear you too, Michelle. I'm still waiting for you to get a, a mobile home park. Oh, <laughs> big things are coming. <laughs> awesome. Hey, are you guys going to be at the master retreat? Yeah. Yes, sir. Awesome. I'll be there as well. So it'd be good to see you guys. Oh, good, good. And did you have anything else? No, uh, we kind of have some confusion with the holding company. We know we've heard it's a, it's like a level, extra level security, but I mean, if we don't need it, then. Oh, should I go on ahead and start that process to get that holding company um, put together prior to closing? Prior to closing, no, you do not need to do that with your first property. Okay, I can hold off. Excellent. But uh, I, I would certainly pick Aaron's brain on that. Okay. Okay. So, all right, guys. That's all I got. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much, hey, Kyle. Thank you, guys. Hey, you're Take welcome. Take care. Take care. Hey, there you are, Hey. Hey, I had a, a question. I know that the Wolves um, talk a lot about staging and open houses and all that stuff, and I haven't really done that. Um, usually, you know, I let the people self uh, go through the house and look at it and give me some feedback. Um, <clears throat> try to automate it, make it as simple as possible without going into all that. What am I missing? I know that Ron doesn't really push that that much either what are we missing in that what have you found it seems like there's a lot of work 
you get a lot of people in there, but the end result, sometimes you get a lot of people, um, the end result is kind of the same. So I was just curious what I was missing. Gary, you are, this is totally um, personal preference. Um, yes, I know Lynette and Brian, they like to do it. Um, Ron, no, no go, no, no need. He's never, uh, he's never um, set up a home. Jay Connor stages everything. Uh, it works for him. Um, Ann Brandle, um, fellow mentor, and she does open. She doesn't stage anything. I don't stage anything. It it really is is personal preference, man. And uh, there is no scientific data in our world uh, to show that that one is better than the other. Okay, good. Well, I just I, you know. <clears throat> I was kind of feeling like I was being lazy, you know, thinking maybe I'm missing something. I know that um, because you can get you can get buyers lists from people that call Pat Live too that have a reasonable down payment, right? Um, yeah. And when you do the open house, it just seems like a lot of work for not much, uh, not much more payback. So I was just curious, but I wasn't. Well, I'll tell to, you this. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just didn't want to be lazy, you know, because sometimes you're like, yeah, that looks like a lot of work. I don't think I'm going to do that. And you're like, yeah, okay. you're missing out on this, this, and this. Like, oh, okay. So, well, let me – I'll backtrack a, a kick. If, if I was selling this um, lease option, no way. No way am I going to stage that, take the time. I mean, these, these people – I don't want to say this wrong, but they're hungry for this house, all right? I'm not staging a lease option home. Jay Connor um, is not doing lease options right now. The market was, is so good for where he is. He, he is, is literally, he's doing, okay, he's rehabbing. He's basically flipping homes. Right, rehabbing, right. Yeah, he's selling, putting it on the market. Selling yep. on, yes, selling on retail market and, and, that, and getting on the absolute crushing top dollar. So, the, and he, yes, he stages the home and swears by it. So how do you, you know? Yeah, I, I just think there's so a, I, some people get into that kind of stuff, though. They love that. You know, that's yeah. just something that they love. I've sold a number of homes on the market. You, know, you clean them up a little bit. You let people go through them. It's the, it's the price. I was always told if it, don't, yeah. if it doesn't sell within a few weeks, you know, in the market, and now we're starting to get into a more interesting market, so you have to be careful, but still, the pricing is, is critical. Um, if it doesn't sell, there's typically you got a price too high, but, um, and that's what I found. So I didn't, I never staged it. I just, you know, people, agents would come by and bring their clients, and I would let the, the agent right. do their job that they're supposed to do. I'm paying the 3%. Right, they're supposed to be selling it. So, and you exactly. get different kinds of agents. But, but, but I, I just never found that to be. It seemed to be more, and just my my sense. And I just wanted to make sure that's what I was checking with you, to make sure I wasn't missing something. Um, that um, you know that I, that you know I found 
through my years is sometimes when you take shortcuts, they aren't really shortcuts. <laughs> so, you know, you're like, oh, man, this is easy. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, you're leaving a lot on the table or whatever. So I just want to make sure. Yeah, not a problem. And it's personal preference. And what was, forgive me, I joined late. What was your name? Yeah, this is mentor Kyle Remick, um, also known as Park Daddy. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, the, you're the guy with the, yeah, the, the mobile, mobile home, home parks park. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and we do everything, but that's, that's my love and passion. And while I got you, I just want to say to everybody who came in late, if you want to ask a question, you need to hit star six. You need to hit star six to get in our queue for a question. But yeah, so man. Let, uh, let me ask. Let me ask it. you another question. Um, yes, sir. With, with uh, um, apartments, mobile homes, single family. I mean, I, and I, I try to take what all these experts and all the news with a grain of salt because most of it's just hype. Um, you know, to try to sell their book or their this or something. But there definitely appears to be something happening uh, significant with the economy. And disposable income starts going down. It seems to me like apartments might be a better option than people getting into houses. I don't know if that's true or not um, because everybody has to have a place to live, but sometimes they're willing to – Pay, let, you know, get in an apartment or a mobile home or something like that versus going into a single-family home where they're having to put a right. hefty down payment in, and then they got to make their payments, and they lose their job, they can't do it, so they lose that, and now you're going in and, and trying to you're you're trying to get somebody else with some disposable income, which is contracting it potentially, right? I don't know, maybe I'm making a, you yeah. know, Ron might tell me just to shut up, but um, just curious, <laughs> what your thoughts are on that? Think you're um, well, yeah, you know, it, well, it's kind of funny owning, he says that. As but far you, as owning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like a, a pretty house, doing this pretty house kind of thing. Or even, I mean, I, I could suspect even if, if, if that starts to contract even more, then, then even, the, even the wholesale stuff might, might contract a bit because you're going to have a lot less investors being able to, to, to put the money in. So, um, well, um, of course, Gary, you get private money, but... Yeah, as the economy gets worse, the um, the pretty houses are going to open up um, for investors to get on terms more often than, than not. Um, and it's happening right now because during the boom, as, as I'm sure you're aware, people were paying way more yep. um, for those houses than they were worth. And now something happens and they have to move. And that house is, and, and now the house values are dropping, and and they can't sell it for what they purchased right. it for. So now they need somebody to take it off their hands, make those payments. Yeah, we're probably such. starting to see more of a foreclosure type thing coming back again. That that yeah. wasn't a big deal for a yeah. number of years, but yeah. yeah. Now, yeah, absolutely. And and um, here's what what economy aside. Here's what I like about mobile home parks versus apartments. Um, Mobile home parks, the average 
and, and in my parks, most, almost nothing is a rental. Everything is owned, and that's our target market. But in a mobile home park, the average person stays, gosh, I, I want to tell you it's eight to 12 years in a mobile home park. And in, in, in an apartment, it's, it's like a year, and they want to move out at, for the most part. So the turnover rate in apartments, obviously in apartments, you're getting a whole lot more. Um, and, and I run my parks, you know, different. But in, in apartments, you're, you're getting a lot more rent, but you also have a lot more maintenance to handle and a lot of more turnover to hand over to handle. So, so um, are, you, are you seeing that the mobile home parks have a higher, um, they have less overhead and, and, and more of a margin? Yes, definitely. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, de- definitely on that. Now, uh, I certainly can't command um, yet those those rents. The um, right now the average lot rent in a mobile home park is is a little over three hundred, uh, but quite honestly, it's headed towards six hundred, and and that's what the the economy is dictating. So there's huge growth. Mobile home parks right now. Um, that's the largest, that's what people are going after right now, and apartments. And for both of those, if you're looking to get apartments, looking to get mobile home parks, everybody is. And so, like apartments, you know, the more apartment units you have uh, on the mobile home parks, where you get around 75 lots or above, now you have tremendous competition and the, the REITs are buying those up. Um, what I like about mobile home park, well, my business model, and this is what I have learned from, from Papa, from Ron the Grand, um, I am in his mastermind group. We, you know, we, and even with apartments, uh, Lance Edwards, if you can buy commercial property uh, that has a problem, and the problem could be low vacancy, poor management, in, in my mobile home parks that I bought, there were they were about 20, 20% occupied with actual homes on the lot. Um, so every time we bring in a new home and, and put a buyer, an occupant in there, and they start paying lot rent, for every dollar that we make, it increases the value of that in, in the commercial world at least $10. Um, so that's why we like that. Now, these are not quick turnarounds like, like a pretty house, lease option types. It's not, you know, so commercial is long-term, but, but if you're patient um, and have the knowledge, uh, the, reward, the reward is out there. How do you, uh, what would be your, your recommendation to, now that would be competition to you because I think you do it nationwide. Um, how would you get into something? How would you get into that? Because I've been doing single family, and I hear Lance Edwards, and I, I hear uh, you talking about mobile home parks, you and, and Ron, and you know commercial properties and stuff, and, and um, I, I've kind of stayed away from that until I can get the, the, real, the, um, the single family locked down and you know, business Absolutely. operating properly um, before Absolutely. I expand. But, yeah, you you need to start your education, and I would recommend this 
till I'm blue in the face to anybody. And this has nothing to do with global. But if you want to learn quickly about the mobile home park business, um, you want to check out Mobile Home University. Uh, mobile Home University. They do uh, six or eight virtual three-day boot camps a year um, to, to which after the boot camp, they send you the entire three days. So you might watch a minute of it, but you're going to get three days' worth in, in, in a 50-minute block. They send you all of their forms, every park in, in the United States. But that's, it's put on by uh, Frank Rawls. He's the fifth largest. He owns 20,000 lots. Um, he's been doing this 30 years. And um, he's the, as, as we call Ron, our guru here, um, Frank Rolf is the guru in mobile home parks. Um, but that's one version. But you can start Googling mobile home stuff. There's books. There's Facebook groups. But if you're building your pretty house, but you're looking at something else, get anything. Just get educated. It's, it's a cheap education. What, what was Frank's last name? Um, R-O-L-F-E, I believe. Frank Rolf. And if you just Google Mobile Home University, okay, yeah, um, I will. You'll see that, man. Yeah. Okay, good. Highly good. recommend it to anybody. Okay. So it sounds like you've been through it. My friend, I have been through it four times. Um, I pay, I pay a yearly fee, so I get them for free. And this is a true story. And because they come, because I get the recording, I don't even attend them anymore. But I get the recording, and I, and I. <laughs> I work out on my treadmill, and I, each time I'm on the treadmill, I'm listening to one of the sessions. So I just keep listening to them over and over because there's, there's a lot of question and answer sessions, and then he, and he tinkers with his presentation. Uh, but, but, yeah. Yeah, just like Ron. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, so so why did you, why did you uh, uh, go off on to, to, not to take up the whole call, but why did you take, go off in, uh, in, into mobile homes? What, what motivated you to do that? Sure. Give me one sec. I want to just make a quick announcement. You're the only one in the queue, Gary, so, so we've got time. Hey, guys, anybody out there, I think we've got 24 attendees. If you're trying to get in and ask a question, uh, you need to hit star six. That's star six, and that's with the uh, number um, that would be in your gold club site. Well, Gary, uh, I grew up. I've lived in about 12 mobile home parks, and, um, I, but I really wasn't planning on this. Um, but um, can you hear me, Gary? Yes, I can. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. So, um, you know, I went to – I started in Ron's World June of 2018, and there were these two brothers, as everybody knows them, Andrew and Aaron Schlag. Um, young guys, and they were out of Evansville, Indiana. And, and by the way, guys, I'm out of Fort Wayne, Indiana, northeast and their southwest. Um, and I knew they were actually they had a they had a park that they had bought and were you know trying to to uh, increase the value. And, and they were partners with Ron on it. And uh, and they were 
you know, young. So we met them in uh, January of 2019, and I was finishing up mentoring with Alton Jones. And I had my son, uh, who at the time might have been 21. My son-in-law might have been 19. I'm not even sure. Um, but I felt, you know what, I want to continue mentoring, um, and I'm going to go to the Schleich brothers. They're from Indiana. They're young, so they can relate to these guys. They've got that mobile home park. I'm curious about it. Well, um, my son-in-law actually pulled, pulled up some mobile homes in the area, and uh, parks, I should say, for sale. And um, we were working another commercial deal with Ron, a land deal with Andrew Schlegg. And um, all I know, this was about three and a half years ago, March of 20, March of 20, we bought our first park. Um, and I was able to buy that because between Andrew, Aaron, and Michelle, their sister Schlegg, they had so much knowledge. You know, they cut my learning curve down. And, and, and this park had six homes out of 32. And, you know, I was already learning from Ron the value of infill and fixing problems. So once we bought the park, then I continued because my mentors had a, had a park. And, you know, I was just set up uh, how to deal with inspectors, where to get brand-new homes, what are the finance companies, this, that. I, and, and then, I, you know, I've got Ron teaching me how to buy stuff, this and that. So, so now, now we have three parks, you know. So we've moved on um, on that, and quite honestly, I think we're the flagship for Ron's people on mobile home parks, and we love teaching it. But we've taken some parks um, that mom and pop had let um, get empty. Mm -hmm. they, weren't, they weren't horrendous parks like you'd see on cops or something like that, but we were able to buy these parks properly and uh, put a team in place, and we're bringing new homes in. We're selling them. And, uh, man, we're just, uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll share. We bought one park for 100000 one for 175000 Both those parks, when I'm done, are going to be worth $2 million. Um, last year, actually a week ago last year, we bought our first park in Ohio on some seller financing for six fifty um, with seller financing, you know, and so the occupants are paying that mortgage for me, and, and that'll be a $2 million park. Um, we've got some infill there. Um, I love working in small towns with small government, and I love bringing these parks back to life. I'm so proud of them and our people. Um, and there's multiple exit strategies here. They're going to cash flow tremendously, and, you know, or, or we could sell them. So and move on. So that's that's my thing about parks and um, the everything that you've learned the basics in Ron's world um, will will help you in many ways um, uh, in the commercial world. Except in the commercial world, we actually make offers. We don't wait for the seller to make us an offer. Right. Yeah. It's a little bit different. Yep. Wow. So it sounds like a big upside. Big upside, due diligence is key. Um, you know, I continue. I, I can just continue to learn from Mark. And, and quite honestly, uh, I'm sorry, Ron and Mark Mostek, um, who we call the Grim Reaper, 
um, is just a genius when it comes to looking at deals, um, tearing through financing, creating contracts. So it's quite a team, Ron, Mark, and then, and then Tish, uh, Ron's uh, personal assistant. It's a good team. Wow. Yep. Well, that's great. That's my thank feel. you for that. That's my feel, man. <laughs> well, thank you for that info. Yeah, and, and it, um, yeah, that that's 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 good. That's uh, maybe a step two. I was looking at uh, uh, Lance's uh, program, but um, sounds like the uh, mobile home park might either or maybe both would be if you're going to go into that arena. But I think it's better to focus. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, it, I, 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 it's very easy. I see it all the time to get the shiny object syndrome, but, yep. uh, you know, yep. get one thing started, Gary, and then move on. And the beautiful thing is um, in Ron's world, there's just so much support. And, uh, you know, once somebody starts doing something, everybody else is just pouring gasoline on it to keep you burning, man. Um, yep. We love the success. We love seeing success. Yep, Ron's got a good thing going. He's the yep, man. He definitely he he is. He is. A lot of good got a lot of good stuff. So all right, well thank you so very much. I appreciate all this time you've given me. Hey, you are welcome, sir. You are Have welcome. a good evening. You as well. Okay, everybody, I, I'm still looking to um, see if anybody wants to ask some questions. I will read this statement again. Um, if you're a Gold Club member and you'd like to ask a question, press star six to be entered into the queue. Um, if you did not dial in on the interactive line that is listed on the Gold Club membership website, um, you should hang up and call back on that. But, uh, and then you want to hit star six. So right now I, I don't have any more questions, but I'm going to hang out here until somebody else comes on for a little bit. We've got 22 people out there, guys. Someone must have a question. So we... Um, just to update you on a few things, Ron's uh, master retreat for master students, as well as students that are uh, being mentored, is October 3rd through the 5th in St. Augustine. And uh, then there's one day break, and then the 7th through the 9th, he's got a commercial boot camp if you are a master student and need that uh, to fulfill your requirements for uh, your your uh, global publishing uh, graduation and get a very nice trophy which I'm staring at mine right here um, or if you just want to learn commercial that's a great start I believe that in also in October, um, I think the week after that, there's a four-day live, four-day live 
quick start in Jacksonville as well. Um, I think November has a business management boot camp. Yes. December looks like there's going to be a virtual summit. So hey guys, um, I guess you know I if I don't get a uh, someone in the queue here in the next couple minutes, I'm just going to head out. Um, I don't know if maybe you have questions about mentoring or the master program, uh, other uh, commercial type property. The tentative schedule is out um, for next year's quick start. Um, Looks like they're going to be traveling out of Florida for four events, and then uh, plenty in Florida, of course. Oh, looks like we might have a question here. Hey, it's me again. Um, would you hey, Gary, recommend? I'll, I'll take you. <laughs> would you recommend? I've kind of stayed away from the masters because I'm trying to get my um, my. Um, I want to say pretty house because that's what I'm focusing on. But I, you know, we'll do uh, we'll do um, wholesales too. But but that's what I'm trying to get focused on and try to get my team in place so that it can run. That's been my strategy before mm -hmm. I start going off onto something else like we talked about before. Um, sure. And I and I know that they I know that. Ron's team's been kind of pressuring, hey, you really need to get into the Masters because you're going to learn all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, but there's more. I, you know, I've, I've been to the Quick Start and to uh, the, uh, other, the other boot camps um, that, that yeah. he's offered. Nothing, nothing live, which I want to do, but eventually. Oh, gosh, you've got to do that. You've got to. Yeah, 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 I know. Where, I know you, there's a, where are you from? Where are you from, Gary? I'm out in Utah. Utah. They're going to be in Vegas next. Uh, February, I believe. Yeah, well, if it wasn't, um, it, it, I think they November they're supposed to have one in Jacksonville. I'm originally from Florida, so Jacksonville's kind okay. of in my stomping uh, ground. But uh, they have a live event October in Jacksonville. October, right live. after the after the Masters, right? Yep. And quite yeah. honestly, Gary, I do have a, an event in November as well. That one appears to be live as well. October and that? November, it looks like, in Jacksonville as well. Are they both quick starts, or is it one a business? Those are both quick starts. Um, um, and, and you can go to your Gold Club site and get those dates. But the week yeah, 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 I can pull it. In, in November is actually a live business management as well. Okay. 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 So yeah, I'll check those out. I just I I I wanted to get to a live before I got diverse into sure. uh, and I and I was 
I had mentors before, and I, I'm kind of waiting to get a deal where I need some help, and then I'm going to call and get a mentor and get them to help me out. But um, right. I've been kind of doing my own thing on, on the side there. But, yeah, I just wanted to get your input because it seemed to me like that was probably wiser to stay focused right? <laughs> until you get things I, I rolling. Would, I, would stay, I would stay focused, Gary, but there's plenty of – Plenty of ways to learn. There's plenty yep. of free stuff that Ron Ron gives up as well. So it's all yep. good. Yep. Walk right, before man. you run. Hey, thanks a lot, okay. man. Appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. I've, okay, I've got a wireless call here. Who do I have? Hey, Kyle. It's Andrew in Nashville area. Hello, Andrew. What's going on? Well. Uh, I had a question regarding uh, – I'm using uh, Jay's foreclosure program, and yes. I've been sending out some letters, and I sent out the first letter, which is handwritten, very subtle, you know, hey, I want to buy your house at this address, call my assistant, or call this number, thanks. And I actually uh, got my first call back um, from that to, to my Pat Live, and – she gave a price and asked me to call. Um, but my question was, since, you know, obviously being a very sensitive matter for these people going through foreclosure, and my letter didn't, you know, I hadn't gotten to the point in the series of letters where eventually you're saying, hey, I, I know you're in foreclosure and we can help kind of thing. Yeah. How would you approach this um, first call with this person as far as, talking about it i know you know the there may be a good opportunity to do a sub two um but i want to you know and i'm obviously would just ask you know why are you selling and see if there if she's willing to be forthcoming about the foreclosure um how would you kind of start that out without being insulting uh to the person yeah. or, or ups, upsetting them knowing they're in a in a really precarious situation yeah, Andrew, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna punt this one. Um, I'm not in the foreclosure or pre foreclosure market, and if you've got Jay's system, I, I really you you need to contact his his team. Um, that that's why that's what they're for. That's why you you paid for that. I I can't help you. I just am not in that uh, sensitivity, of course. But the, I'm sure that that verbiage is out there. Um, in their system, and I'm just not privy to that, but I'm sure they can point you in that direction in a second. Okay. I didn't know if you had dealt in foreclosures and, and might have some insight on that, so sorry to sorry – to... I appreciate it. I appreciate it, uh, but, but not yet, sir. Okay. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome, Andrew. Thanks. Hello, this is Roger. Can you hear me? Hey, Roger, how's it going? Oh, pretty good, thank you. How's your evening? Hey, it's going well. And suddenly people are lighting up the switchboard here. <laughs> okay. Um, my question is about the land trust. Yes. Um, I'm looking to buy a property um, that I'm going to be living in. Um, and I need clarification on how that's work, that, that works. I already have an LLC. Is the LLC yes. in the land trust or the land trust goes in the LLC? Neither. Oh, um, they're totally separate. 
Yes, sir. You just use an LLC to close the transaction. In fact, my personal home here, um, you know, we bought, my wife and I bought our home normal, like, like we would buy. Um, mm-hmm. and, then we just, and then we just took it. And we, uh, now I'm in Indiana. You want to check with your, your state. But we, we just created our own land trust. Uh, took five minutes. And uh, we, deeded, we deeded this property into our land trust, whatever, I don't even know what the land trust is called, XYZ land trust, did the deed, um, some form, uh, now, and look, we have a mortgage on it, so there was some form we needed to do with the bank, it was not a big deal at all, and, you know, um, and all the paperwork that comes for this house is in the land trust name, um, if, if your house is free and clear, e- even easier, you just, you can just quick claim, quick claim, the, the deed over Indeed. to the land trust name and you're and you're golden. Okay, so it doesn't go into LLC at all. No, sir. Okay, and I understand, um, you can uh, have many land trusts. When we're talking residential, you should you should do one land trust per property. One land trust per property. Okay. Keep everything. Everything separate. Which you, if you're dealing in commercial, you'll be using LLC. Oh, okay. Understand. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and and also when when you do it, if you put it in a land trust, and if somebody should yes. do um a background check on me, um, would that show up? It should not. Should it should not. not. It should not, sir. Now, if you were in um, it, it it won't you your name won't be out there now. If you were in court. And you want to check with your attorney on this. If you're on court and they ask you, uh, Roger, do you have any other holdings? You know, you you've got to come clean on that. Mm. But uh, that that your name will not appear on that land trust. Um, what if you if you went to the county records, all it's going to say is X Y Z land trust. Gotcha. And one other thing, because yes. this was um this came up as a discussion, um. If I'm applying for, say, a loan in my name, and yeah. uh, the question come up as far as you know, um, your income and um, you know how many properties you have or anything like that, would I have to um, disclose that? I will tell you this: if I have, uh, I have many homes. Um, that we have, I had bought many homes in the past on land contracts. I had bought um, homes subject to with wraps, mm-hmm. um, not in my not in my name. Um, I'm only going to tell you I didn't disclose mine, unless right. so that's, that's and the only time I do, and that that's that's I didn't do mine. I'm not telling you what to do now. Right, right. When I'm creating a financial statement, Roger. For yeah. my benefit, then I'm putting all that stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Unlo- yeah, okay. I'm putting it all on there. Yeah, or sure. most of it. Right. All, all right. right. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, sir. Sounds good, man. You're welcome, Roger. Okay. Thank you. Tony Stewart. Tazai, how are you, my friend? Hey, my man. What's going on? How are you? Man. Uh, we are fantastic. We're on our way home. Sorry I got on late, but um, 
We just finished. Oh, that's okay. Let me tell you something. You mentors took rock. care of us last week. You all rock. <laughs> yeah, Angie. You rock. We just came back from a seller's house of one of the deals that you guys found for us last week. We had a great Ooh. with them, built rapport. We're going to have a deal there, my friend. Awesome. Well, you know, and I talked to you guys a little bit after our panel last week. Uh, we, we, need pe- we want people to succeed. We get our grins and giggles by you guys succeeding. We need people to play with. We need people to be able to retire so we can go to places and do whatever we want. So the more, the merrier. And uh, when, when, when you guys catch on fire, we're just going to be pouring gasoline on you. And, and, you know, one thing we don't talk about, if, if you sign up for mentoring, you, you really have access to all the mentors. If, if one of them doesn't have the information, they're going to they're gonna go to the other one who has it. And at any event, at any time, you can talk to anybody. Um, and then also, you know, when you're done with mentoring, and you'll know when you're done. Some people, I, I did mentoring three times, but whatever it takes, maybe it's once, maybe it's twice. But when you're done, you, we're colleagues forever. Now it's just a, hey, pick up the phone and call. Um, so, you know, we, we love you guys. Uh, love your attitude. And um, well, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear about this one when you, when you close it. Well, I, let me tell you something, Kyle. Let me, let me share it. I know I heard the earlier caller ask about going to live events and if they should do it. You know, there's so many yeah. reasons. As a matter of fact, if, if that caller is on Gold Club, if you watch the Gold Club of last Friday that, you know, Ron sends out an email every Friday, if you watch that, my wife and I were actually um, featured in there talking about the difference between just going through the trainings and getting to a live event. And, you know, the opportunity to bring in PI sheets, and have the mentors call them, the, the, the ability to interact with you guys. You know, I'll tell you what, all the mentors were awesome, and we're in the process, Kyle, of getting, getting a, becoming a part of the mentor, mentoring program. And, you know, the biggest challenge I had at first was thinking that we had to choose between one of you guys because you guys were all awesome. And when we finally came up with, I, I remember it was, uh, I think it was Wednesday night, my wife and I, we looked at each other and we said, you know something? Michael Jordan always had a coach. Just because we start with one mentor doesn't mean that after the six months we can't go with a different one and for different times. And I said, yeah, and you got to put Kyle kind of toward the end. And she said, why? And I said, because Kyle's into that commercial stuff, and we're not ready for it yet, but we will be one day, and Kyle's going to be our man. (laughs) Well, and it's it's funny you say that – Tony and Angie, because, and that's why I try to relate when I'm up on the stage. I am probably not the best mentor for a brand new student. I'll be honest. I'm, I, there are so many better mentors if you've never uh, been an investor. You know, I'm more of a, the next guy and then the commercial aspect. Um, so, cool. And we're fired up about that. But our day will come, my friend, when you and I are in a mentor-mentee relationship. <laughs> awesome. Sounds, sounds like a lot of fun, except for that piano party stuff. But that's, you know. There it is. So I, I want to encourage anyone who's listening, if you, go to the, if, 
go to the next event. Go live and listen. Ron, when you sign up for that live event, Ron's going to tell you to bring some PI sheets for the mentors to call. Do it. And I'm telling you, do it. We took it seriously. We, we got, we got uh, PI sheets. We brought 25 PI sheets to uh, the last event. And then we came out of there, I'm telling you, I've talked to two of the three deals that were identified for us, and both of them were positive. I haven't talked to the third one yet. And the only reason I haven't talked to the third one yet is because uh, Ann told us that they want to call back in three weeks. Right. Awesome. That, that being the case, we're fired up because it more than pays for itself. It allows us to get into mentoring mastery. It allows us to be a part of Planet Ryan, and we feel so blessed and thankful for you and the rest of the mentors and, of course, Ron and the gang. Awesome. Appreciate those kind words, man. But ultimately, you guys are out there doing the work, and we, and we appreciate that, and we'll be pouring the gas on you. Thank you, man. All right, man. You guys have a great night. Thank you, too. All right. William. William. Yes. Yeah, this is Bill in Michigan. Hey, Bill in Michigan. I'm in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. I won't hold that against you. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. I hey at, least, at least I know I'm a red state. You guys are purple up there. It's not uh, blue. <laughs> it's a whole other story. Yeah, it should be red. Okay, listen. Um, so I need, I've, I've listened to land trust with Ron probably 583 times. I purchased this course twice, the same course twice. I got an update about a month ago or whatever it was. Do you suppose you could spend two minutes and just hold my hand, talk to me like a five-year-old, and tell me how to fill out the doggone thing. I've got a grant tour. I'm looking at my because I, I want to put. I just bought a property last week. Okay. Filling out the and trust or what? The le- I what's that? Fill out. What form are you trying to fill out, uh, Bill? The trust. The warranty deed to trustee. Okay. I I don't have one in front of me. Um, okay, the top the top uh, line is the grantor. The top line is the grantor. Who is the grantor? Oh, read the sentence to me, and I'll and I'll be able to figure it out for you. Well, it's, it says the grantor, and it's blank, of the county of, you know, the county and the state. Yep. Yep. For in, in consideration of, and I got ten dollars because I was I was told that somewhere along the lines. Yep. And all you know, all the good and valuable considerations and hand paid conveys grants, blah blah blah. Then the paragraph below that says unto, as the trustee, you know, blank and the trustee. Now I put unto, I put one of my LLCs, Copa Training Consulting LLC as trustee. But I don't know who okay. I'm supposed to put as the grantor. Well, the and grantor. Bill, the grantor. Yeah. Now, is this a is this a property that you own and you're putting it in the trust? Correct. So yeah, you, your, whoever took title, whatever you took title in, that's the grantor. Ah, and now okay. you're now you're you're putting it into the grantee, which is also you, your 
your trust, ABC trust. The grantor is the owner of the property. The grantee is who that property is getting deeded to. Well, now, okay, now, now I'm more confused. I've, Why? Uh, I thought I was I thought I was clear as mud there. Well, well I don't I don't see <laughs> I see grantor, but I yeah. don't see grantee. <laughs> Who's the grant? Where's the oh, grantee on this paper? Okay, okay. Um, the next paper, the agreement and declaration of trust, is where the, I'm assuming is the beneficiary. That's what's going to be filled out on that paper. The grant. Well, the there agreement. you. Okay, time out. That, that's who I'm calling the grantee. The beneficiary is the grantee. Okay, okay, okay. That's, Say that. That's, okay, that's now, my, now my grantor is going to be who owns the LLC or who owns the property today. And I'm going to convey that. XYZ, yeah. Okay, and then the who owns that? Let's, okay, I'm gonna, who owns that is uh, Copa, Copa Training Consulting LLC owns the property. That's what the name is on the, on the deed that owns the property. The okay. trustee then, who am I going to make the trustee? I know it's a friend, but I don't have any friends. So who, who is the trustee? Is that another well, LLC, or is it a beneficiary? It another be. LLC? Bill, Bill, it could be an LLC, and you could you could control that LLC. Um, right. You have a, 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 a family member, a cousin. A yeah, I don't have any cousins. Son-in-law. They're all dead. Son-in-law. Okay. <laughs> I've, uh, I, I've got one son, and that's it. And other than that, I'm just a lonely old boy in Michigan here. So I'm just. Trying to make a living, but anyway. Yeah, you're, um, your LLC, and you and you may want to just check quickly with with an attorney on that. But um, your LLC. Oh well, yeah, I checked with I checked with my attorney. He wants to charge me five hundred, eight hundred dollars to do one of these. Well, I said I said no, thank you. So. But you anyway. you said you've got the system, and and you can't figure that out from the system that you got there. No, no, I I no. I've been trying to do this for 20 okay. years with Ron LeGrand's plan, and I've been I've been on his program since 2003, and I have, uh-huh. and I just I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. I'm dumbfounded. I just don't get it. I don't know what the heck it is. I got a block. It's a mental block. Are you a thinker brain or a slow learner? No, heck, no. I'm going. I'm just a slow <laughs> learner. <laughs> well, heck, it's taken me oh, 20 years to get on the phone. So you know. <laughs> All I right, just man. started doing some good business the last couple of years, you know, picked up good. a couple of three or four properties, lease options and that type of thing. But, but I need to trans, I was going to buy this house two weeks ago that I bought. I was going to put it into a trust. You know, have, and I couldn't figure out, I said, wait a minute, you can't put it in a trust because you don't know what the heck you're doing. So I need to get this. Cause well, I got about six properties. Yeah. I got my own house. I want to put it in a trust. Well, keep in mind, Bill, that trust just goes in your own drawer. You know, other you know, so well, it's not going anywhere. Well, the the agreement and declaration goes in my drawer. That's that's the beneficiary, but the warranty deed, the trustee, that's got to be recorded. True. Well, true that. Now, on the warranty deed, that's where you're going to find the grantor and grantee. Correct. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah. There you go. I got a warranty deed to trustee, the grantor. You're telling yes. me is the owner of the property of record. Yes. And the owner of the property of record of all my the properties I have <clears throat> are an LLC. Okay? Yes. So that so those are the ones yes. I'm going to put in the grantor. 
the tru- or the yeah the trustee you're saying that I could put that in my other LLC because I don't ha- I don't ha- I can't put it in my son's name because we got the same last name. Well, now we were talking about the warranty deed. Now you're not. Yeah, it's, we're still your LLC. Yeah, okay. Your, your LLC, who's the grantor, um, now this has to go to the, the county. Um, so the, the grantee is not your trustee, it's the trust. Your personal paperwork that your personal paperwork that will be in your drawer is going to say who the trustee is. The the warranty deed is going to be your LLC deeding no, it to your trust. I I, I I beg to differ with you. The warranty deed. Well, then my friend, then <laughs> then I I think you need to to spend the money then and go to your attorney. Yeah, because the grantor is on the warranty deed to trustee. So is the trustee. The one that goes in my drawer is the beneficiary. So the two the two names that I need was the grantor, which is the LLC that owns the property. Then the next paragraph is the trustee, which would be Bob Smith, if I had a Bob Smith friend. And then the next set of documents, now that's being recorded. That's the way I understand. That's being recorded. The next set of documents that go on my, my filing cabinet is the agreement and declaration of trust. That's the beneficiary, which my understanding is I can also use an LLC for that. But I, I, I'm, I'm understanding this, but I don't know if I'm right or wrong. Well, I, I respectfully say you are incorrect on the trustee part, and since we disagree there's no sense in arguing. Okay. Uh, my friend, no, I'm not going to argue. Probably just, need to just, see, yeah. You probably no, need no, to seek wanna... some legal help and, and pay it. Yeah, man. All right. All right. I appreciate your help. Thanks. Hey, you are welcome, sir. All right, guys. I have uh, nobody else in the queue. I'm just going to wait a minute or two. We're, we're past our, our time. And I think the uh, most successful thing tonight was that I did not screw this up. And uh, we got everybody in who wanted in, and uh, I didn't lose anybody. So if anybody wants to get in, now's the time. You just want to hit star six, star six. All right, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and end the call. Uh, this this call is the second Monday of every month, and you get a different mentor each time. So um, had a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of information was shared. We talked about a lot of different things. Um, I can only encourage you guys to get to a live event. Uh, I I can tell you that I get nothing for saying that, but um, until you're around, um, not only Ron and the mentors, but more importantly, getting around other students like yourself and creating your own network, um, that's when your business will take off and you have, uh, you, you know, your own network 
of uh, fellow students, investors that you can contact at any point, create those friendships, hold each other accountable. So uh, with that being said, guys, I am going to sign out of here and get